better. All right. Good, good, good. I, I pray that everyone is doing doing fine today. And um, um, I know, you know, the Lord woke some of us up uh, with a with an earthquake on Sunday, and uh, others of us slept through it. <laughs> yeah, and others of us slept through it. But we thank the Lord that all of us are okay. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 Uh, we continue to lift up uh, our brothers and sisters up in um, uh, Sparta, uh, North Carolina, who who definitely uh, are trying to recover as far as that's concerned. Um, I want tonight to, to share with you all, um, I'm going to put us on mute, and I want to share with you all from Luke chapter 9, verse 23 through 27. Um, and it reads from Luke chapter 9 verse um, 23 then he said to them if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes into his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Um, I, I want to talk about the great price it costs to follow Jesus. It, it costs us something to be a follower, to be a disciple of Jesus. It's real easy for us to be devoted to a leader or be devoted to a vision when it doesn't require much. And when we follow Jesus, it requires something. When the disciples were following Jesus, particularly the 12, uh, they didn't have that option. They were called to follow Jesus in some difficult circumstances, one that required them to put their lives on the line. And quite a few of the disciples in the early church gave their lives for the sake of the gospel. After Jesus told his disciples about his Impending death and resurrection, he defined the true meaning of discipleship. And his words required their immediate response and their intense loyalty. Verse 23 says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him or her take up his or her cross daily and follow me. Daily we as disciples need to make a commitment to Jesus. Daily, we as a disciple, do all we can to usher in the kingdom. We daily face the possibility of death. A whole lot of folks like to quote this verse. We might not think it applies to us today because we don't face the same circumstances that the disciples face. Uh, we might not take this call to loyalty seriously. But I want you to know that loyalty to Jesus should never be dictated 
by our circumstances. Jesus had to suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed just to reconcile you and me back to God. Jesus' sacrifice cost him his life. And because of his life, we have grace extended to us. But it was the price that Jesus paid. So it was Jesus' sacrifice, not our circumstances, that requires everything from us. It requires that we see our motives, our hopes, our actions, our dreams, our daily lives in the perspective of God's costly grace. And notice what Jesus says. For what good does it for a person to gain the whole world but lose his or her soul? The gospel of Jesus Christ changes everything for us. And it speaks to every area of our lives. It requires us to deny our own interests at times. It requires us to take up our cross daily. And it requires us to follow Jesus daily. And so all of us got to look at areas in our lives that we need to fully commit to Jesus. So as I get ready to close this devotional, let me ask you this. What is it that you need to commit to Jesus? Is it your time? Is it your finance? Is it your call to ministry? Is it your will? Is it your desire? Is it some relationship that is keeping you from being all that God would have for you to be? What is it? that you need to give yeah. to God, to give to Jesus, and follow him. And that's what I want you all tonight to wrestle with as we prepare to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Amen. Get up there. And remember... Remember, we, we are called to be disciples of Jesus, and so as far as being a disciple, if you would, let's um, share with me your prayer concerns tonight, and we will go to the Lord in prayer. Prayer concerns. Pray for Naomi McLean's family, also Ann Rose's family. Okay. Okay. Pray for our country. Pray for my family, the Brown family. Okay. Talk for Mary, my, my daughter, the, the boys, Pray and the Brown. Okay. Pray for the West family, and the Southern family. Pray for the Hudson family. All right. Shalom at the third school teachers. Yes. 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 Catherine Stinson. Okay. The world. All right. The Emily Senior Sutton Simmons family. Teachers, meaning all right. We also want to pray for Lot Carey that's in session right now. Um, that's one of our partners, and we want to lift him up in prayer. Um, mm-hmm. Any other prayer concerns? Kamala Mr. Harris. Curtis March. 
All right. Dr. Scott, Robert Scott family. Thank you. I appreciate that more than you realize. Stacy Washington. Okay. Ursuline Carter. Thomas family. Michael Underwood. Okay. All right. The Berlin family. I would also like to pray for the homeless, those homeless people who are living outside in those tents. I pray that something happened that really, really happened to help those people who are sleeping outside in those tents. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for that lift. Appreciate that. And the children that are still in the cages, that they separated from their parents. All right. Yes. Natasha Wright, just for focus and strength to finish my book. Congratulations. Congratulations. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord and pray. I'm going to put you all on mute one more time. God, we come, and before we ask you for anything, we give you glory and honor and praise. Thank you, God, for how you have kept us from last week to this time. And, Lord, right now we're praying for this world. We're praying for this country. We're praying for this state. We lift up this county and the surrounding counties. We lift up this city and every city that's represented on this call and represented in our church. We come to you right now, God, because after all is said and done, you are our help in ages past and our hope for years to come. We come to you because the psalmist reminds us that we all lift our eyes into the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from you because you made the heavens and the earth. If you made the heavens and the earth and you made us too, we know you can help us whatever ordeal we're going through. God, this week I've talked to people who are dealing with sickness, who are dealing with death, who are dealing with concerns for housing, who are dealing with loss of job. God, it's, it can be overwhelming. And yet, God, we know you're Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And so, Lord, I pray right now that for the prayers that have been called out tonight, for the prayers that have been articulated to the throne room of heaven, for the prayers that have been bombarding heaven's gate. We pray right now, God, that you will hear our prayer, that you will move in each situation because, God, you're so much God that you could take all of us saying what we need at the same time, separate them in such a powerful way, and then deal with them individually all at the same time. That's why you're God. And so, God, we come right now and we call upon your healing power. We call upon your delivering power. We call upon your keeping power. We call upon your saving power. We call upon your providing power. Uh, we call upon your judging power. We call upon your righteousness power. We call upon your majestic power. We call upon your presence. God, if you would, 
move in each and every situation as you deem fit by your sovereign will. And God, let those prayer concerns that have been mentioned this evening touch right now in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, God, at 831 that you will move in each and every situation. Touch those persons in those situations. Let them feel your presence in a very powerful way that they will be able to say, somebody must be praying for me. And it's the disciples of the St. Paul Church. God, we love you. We adore you. You're worthy of all the glory, honor, and praise. God, we don't want to be so dismissive before, with our prayer that we don't ask for forgiveness of our sins. And, Lord, we know we have messed up. We've fallen short. So, Lord, forgive us of our sins. Help us to do better and help us to be better so we could be a bright light shining in this dark world. Now, God, as we would get ready to leave from this call, but never from your presence, keep us, bless us, bless each and every person on this call, and bless each and every family that's connected to the people that are on this call. And, God, we're already going to claim the victory because we know greater is you that's in us than he that's within the world. Have your way with us, in us, through us, and as you often do in spite of us. Use us for your glory. We love you, O oh God, and we close this prayer with a great amen. You all have a blessed afternoon. Good night.